0: Hey everyone, Tim McMaster here along with our MLB.com Yankees reporter Brian Hoke. And Brian, kind of dark times in the Bronx right now as the Yankees have have struggled a bit. Uh, nice series over the weekend or uh, with the Royals last week where they took three of four from the defending champs, although the defending champs are having their own struggles. But when you look at this Yankees team and the issues that they're having, you've got to look at this pitching staff and... It's just not living up to what you hoped it would be. Let's start with Michael Pineda, because he really struggled on, on Tuesday, the ERA up to 6.6, um, and it sounds like it's a situation where when he's in the stretch, he's not pitching as effectively as when he's out of the windup, which, which isn't that rare, but it seems kind of drastic with Pineda.
1: Yeah, and it's kind of baffled pitching coach Larry Rothschild a little bit, and uh I think that the one thing that the Yankees believe is kind of an outlier and is confusing them the most is he seems to be throwing strikes, getting ahead of guys. He struck out nine last night, so it's not like he's not getting swings and misses. But just for whatever reason, it seems like he's having trouble putting hitters away. And uh, You know, you don't strike out nine hitters without putting some away, but it just seems to be coming and going too much. And uh, that's the inconsistency that has defined Michael Pineda's 2016 season. It's actually defined a whole lot of his career. Uh, you know, he had the big 16-strikeout game, and I think that's what everybody points back at last season on Mother's Day. But And that's, that's an indication of what he can be when everything's going right. The problem is that's just not happening very often. And you're seeing too much of this. this other Michael Pineda, the guy who's 0-5 with a 6.6 right now.
0: And I know he mentioned, you know, the talk of, you know, are you going to be replaced in the rotation and, and stuff like that. But when you look at this Yankees team, there's not really anybody to replace him, right? I mean, he needs to get it figured out.
1: Yeah, I, I, it's hard to say, especially with Luis Severino on the disabled list. C.C. Uh, Spatty is going to come back, but it looks like Ivanova's in the rotation to stay at this point. Oh. Um, yeah, there's there's not a whole lot that can replace him. You've already seen them call on some of the depth. That's why Chad Green came up with AAA. I don't think you, you're going to make that case. Luis Cessa has been up. Um, I, they really need Michael Pineda to figure out. There, there's a reason that this guy – with their number two starter coming out of spring training right behind Masayur Tanaka. Uh, they believe in him. They think that he can still figure it out. Uh, but they, you know, as Larry Rothschild said last night, his season's about a quarter of the way over at this point. Uh, they, they, could, they really need to do figure it out.
0: You mentioned Chad Green made his debut on Monday. I uh, took the loss in that game. He was part of that Justin Wilson trade at the winter meetings that at the time, I know a lot of people kind of scratched their heads about that move when it happened. Um, now that we're a bit into Chad Green's career in the Yankees organization, uh, how does the team feel about him? Obviously, they felt good enough about him that they let him start on Monday.
1: Yeah, and, and he earned it. Um, he had pitched very well on a AAA, but And I was one of those people scratching their heads when that trade came down. I thought there might be another move involved and they might flip one of those guys. But uh, Cashman stuck to his word. I mean, they they needed that pitching depth. Obviously, they've called on it already. Um, I think what you're seeing with Chad Green is he's a work in progress, uh, as most pitchers are when they're at that age. They get their first call to big leagues. Uh, You saw signs of it. Uh, He struck out the first batter he faced. he pitched okay. I think uh, he would be the first to admit that he was disappointed with the way it went. But I think what you're seeing there is he needs to go down to A and, and work on a third pitch because uh, when you have that two pitch mix starter, uh, that, that might work against A lineups. But big league lineups will get you, especially the second or third times through the order.
0: Uh, not to continue to harp on, on the pitching issues, but but there's not a lot else right now. So we're going to talk about Luis Severino <laughs> now, Brian, because. Here's another guy who obviously had struggled plenty 0-6 with the ERA, almost 7.5. So things weren't great already. But now on the disabled list, the mild tricep strain. uh, Is this at least a chance – as he goes on the DL, to maybe take a step back. Because he's almost more perplexing to me than Pineda. Because in Pineda, you have a guy who, throughout his career, has had his ups and downs and his inconsistencies. But the Severino we saw in 2015 looked like a guy that was going to take off in 2016.
1: For sure. And uh, you don't know how long that tricep strain may have been bothering him. I know the Yankees said it wasn't something pre-existing that he didn't... uh, He never sought treatment for it, but uh, you don't know. I mean, this is a, a young kid getting his first crack at the big leagues. Uh, is he really going to run to the trainer and say something's bothering him? I know. I know I wouldn't. So uh, you don't want to go on the disabled list for sure. So you keep pitching until he, he literally can't pitch anymore, and that's the situation he's in right now. Um, you know, it remains to be seen if he's going to jump back into the rotation. I, I, I think he may be able to benefit from going down to Triple A, and, and this is a situation where they can say it's a rehab assignment and. He'll, he'll get two or three starts down there, but and it saves them the embarrassment of actually having to demote him to the minors, and then they can bring him back when he gets everything figured out. So I, I, I don't think he's that far off. I think you know, this is a situation we've talked about a lot with Pineda. Um You're seeing signs of it. It's, it's just the consistency hasn't been there for him. Uh, he's been missing a lot of spots. Severino has, and maybe that was injury-related. Um, we certainly didn't see that in the 11 starts at the end of last season, so it's hard for me to imagine that, he went home over the winter and, and forgot how to pitch that way. So I think that uh, there, there's a lot of things in motion there. Uh, maybe a, a little timeout is the best thing for Severino. And, uh, you know, the Yankees actually had a pretty good homestand despite the fact that their starting pitching didn't really give them a whole lot of quality starts. Uh, they, they were able to go 7-3. But surprising that you, you come out to the desert, a team that has struggled so badly, the Diamondbacks at home, and, and you lose the first two games of that series and you're, you're staring at a series sweep.
0: The path between Scranton-Wilkes-Barre and uh, and the Bronx has been a busy one lately, not just on the pitching side. Gary Sanchez was briefly up with the team. Basically for a day, he went back down. Uh, Now Rob Refsnyder with the team. Um, How long could his stay be if he – obviously they want him to be in the lineup a lot more, which would happen at the AAA level. But how long could Refsnyder stick up with the team?
1: Yeah, it remains to be seen. I I think that he's here as an extra guy off the bench right now, and Joe Girardi said he he could play him at second base, third base, right field, maybe even left field in a pinch if he had to. Uh, He's been rotating down at AAA, playing two games at each position, and uh, he's been on kind of a schedule with that, and he's enjoying it. But I I think that when Alex Rodriguez comes back off of the stable list later this week, and it's not going to be Thursday. That's what we found out late last night. uh, But they're they're still thinking it could be Friday, could be Saturday, could be Sunday. Uh, No matter what day, I think that uh, you're going to see – Russ Snyder head back down to AAA, and A-Rod will take that roster spot.
0: Yeah, A-Rod, a little bit of a delay with that hamstring, not quite going to be ready. He has taken some batting practice. Uh, the other guy that this team really needs to get back when we talk about the pitching is CC Sabathia. Uh, is he still on schedule for Friday? That's
1: what they say, yeah. yeah. now He pitched a simulated game in the stadium in, in, in New York and uh, faced three innings simulated uh, style, and, uh, so far, so good. You know, I, I think that you may want to bunt on him if you're the Oakland A's. I think that he's going to have some trouble covering first base. Uh, he might be a little ginger about that. I mean, this is a guy who wasn't necessarily covering first base great anyway. You remember, he's kind of on the air bones there with the two knees. So, I think it, uh, it should be good enough to pitch. I, I think that for CeCe, he grew up in nearby Vallejo. It's always uh, a lot of friends and family for him uh, when he goes to the Coliseum. And if you look at his career numbers, he's kind of struggled there. So, I know that he'll be looking forward to putting on a good show and, and pitching in front of his parents and, uh, well, his mom and, and, and other family members, and I, I think that uh, it, it's going to be a big start for CC. I think he wants the ball in Oakland for sure, and uh, they're going to give it to him.
0: Yeah, and his last start before going on the DL was his best start of the season, and the Yankees could certainly use some more of that. Uh, last thing I wanted to talk to you about, Brian, was uh, this week, Is the 75th anniversary of the start of Joe DiMaggio's 56-game hit streak way back in 1941? And and on MLB.com, Yankees.com, they have they're doing a kind of a daily update of what he did as if it was happening now, which is kind of neat to read. They're kind of daily recaps of the games in 1941. So that's how it's being handled kind of on MLB.com. Do the Yankees have anything planned this summer to commemorate the 75th anniversary of uh, of that historic streak?
1: I would be surprised if they didn't. Right. Uh, I think that uh, those things are kind of held close to the vest, but I've been following along on Yankees.com and reading this the day-by-day, the, uh, the day, and it, it's pretty cool just to see those names popping back up, and you get the little news alerts on your phone, and Joe DiMaggio has hit a home run in the, in the 30 and against the White Sox, and uh, it pops up just the same way that uh, as if uh, Brian McCann or Brett Gardner had hit one. So it, it's pretty cool. Uh, I, I'm actually enjoying it. I get a kick out of it. So I, I'm sure that the Yankees are going to do something to commemorate that. Uh, that is a record that I can't imagine will ever get broken. I, I think that you look at all of them and you say that 56 straight games, you know how difficult that is. You know how hard that is in, in this day and age. And, uh Trust me, I've tried to play that beat the Street game on MLB.com, and <laughs> I think I've gotten up to about eight or nine. So uh, I, I can't imagine what it's like to actually be in the batter's box and, and try to do that. You've seen a couple of guys make runs at it, and it just seems like you get into the 30s and forget about it. So uh, 56, I think, is a record that's going to stand forever.
0: Yeah, and uh, if, you, if you are following around, people out there following the stories, the Yankees currently stuck in a slump in 1941 as well, and things turned around better that year. So there's hope for 2016 for sure. All right, great stuff. As always, Brian, this has been MLB.com Extras, our Yankees edition. For Brian Hoke, I'm Tim McMaster. Tune in again next week.